from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. From America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining in for the second hour today on June 22nd, year of our Lord, 2021. Thank you so very much. This is Live from America, and I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, but God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, and I want to thank you all so very much for your dedication, your loyalty, and, uh, <clears throat> and just your viewership to the show. You know, it's, uh, it, it's pretty amazing to know that you have a family, uh, an audience that is so dedicated that is going to be there twice a day unless there's something going on um, in, their, in their lives where they can't make it, in which case they end up watching uh, the, the replay anyway. So it's just, it's, it's, it's truly an honor to be in this position, to be able to bring you guys news, to be able to, sh- to, 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 to sift through all of the news, disseminate what's real from fake, and research it, vet it, and then bring it to you guys. It's truly an honor to be able to do that. And of course, a lot of people uh, in this realm of new, real news, whether it be on podcast, uh, you know, digital TV, or social media platforms, um, a lot of us will bring forward, you know, the same, uh, a lot of our... uh, Information is is the same because that's the real news coming out. And then, of course, each show has their own aspect where they they're they're more focused on something that other people aren't, or um, they're engaged in doing events that other people aren't. So it's really nice to be able to have real news. You know what I mean? And that's what we do here. We get real, real fast. You know what I mean? So it's truly an honor. Let me just adjust something here real quick. I figured out the volume issues here, folks, so I'm very excited about that. That took quite a while, and uh, as the show gets further into its, you know, success, it, we'll, we'll work out all these bugs, and maybe someday, maybe someday we'll have a full, full-blown, full-fledged studio with actual producers and everything, but we'll work till we get, we'll, we'll work hard and continue to do uh, what we do. Karen from Connecticut in on uh, Rumble says, Karen from Connecticut, Lauren Cole is in the house. Give me a shout out, says Carol5712 from Texas. Well, there you go, Carol. Shout out to you from Texas. Um, <clears throat> God bless you, Jeremy. Upper Michigan in the house. Carol Morris, is that Upper Michigan as in Houghton or Hancock? The UP. I know them both very well. Kim from Connecticut is watching. Thank you so very much. Roxanne says, good morning or good afternoon. Jeremy, man of God from Seaside, California. Thank you, my sister in Christ. I appreciate that. Alexa56 says, truth news. And, of course, Corn Pop is in the building. It would not be a show without Mr. Corn Pop himself. We've got Alicia Wida and her family, her loving children. Love the vibe on Live from America. Well, thank you very much. That vibe is really set by all of us, by you, by me, by everybody who is, uh, who is engaging in the comments. Um, so it's, it's truly a, a wonderful sight to see. It's, it's great to watch it grow. Gail from Ocala, Florida. Matter of fact, I just got off a conference call today about the next few legs of the Save America tour, and it looks like we're going to make our full circle all the way around on the, from the, on the east coast of the, of the country, uh, and we're going to end up in Florida, and then we're going to move out west further than uh, Iowa, which we're doing on this leg of the next couple trips. But I'll get to that in a little bit anyways. Uh, Red Dog says, get real. That's right, brother. It's time to get real here on Live from America. Um, 
Jody says, Houghton, Michigan here, Jeremy. Well, there you go. Hopefully you guys can make it down to Holland. I know it's quite a drive, but yes, we will be in Holland, Michigan on the 28th, and I'm so excited to be able to be there. There's so many people from Michigan that are coming, and I'm super excited to meet so many people. Um, who else do we have got in here on Rumble? We've got Buddy Sims from Arkansas is in the building, our friend Ben Berkwam. Just did a big move, moved his family to Arkansas, from California to Arkansas, got out of California, and uh, he can't wait uh, to uh, set his family there, set his family up there in Arkansas. And then, of course, uh, we've got a shout-out to Taylor Stewart, 1992. Thank you so very much for joining the show. And let's move over to YouTube, where we've got Vicki Schaefer, of course. How you doing, Vicki? Love you. Great to see you here, as always. Shannon Torrance, Sue Jansen, says, love the show from Minnesota. Renee Cloran says, shout-out. Texas is in the house. And, folks, if you could do me a favor during this beginning part of the show, as we lead up to doing the, the, the gospel and, and, and the Lord's Prayer, please share the video out. If you're on Rumble, give it a nice rumble. All right, we need to we need to rumble with other videos in 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 this sphere of, of news and, and social issues. And if you're on YouTube, please give it a like, subscribe to the YouTube channel, copy the link, send it out, share it over to Facebook, Instagram, Telegram, uh, Parlor, CloudHub, whatever it is you're on, Gab, whatever it is you're on these days. Please give it a share. The more we get the show out, the more people we reach, the more people we plant seeds of the gospel, and the more people we bring the real news so they can get away from that fake news you know what i mean <laughs> and of course amanda collins our great friend uh who, who's been watching the show for a long time but also like to give a shout out to jeff and denise jennings for your monthly donation um the, the following people are all monthly donors and i just want to take the time to appreciate you and and spotlight you and thank you so very much patricia uh, patricia merrick alicia friend uh teresa coons and Yvonne Staffy, thank you all very much. God bless you. Thank you for your donations. Thank you for financially supporting this show and uh, you know everything that comes along with it. The buses, the, the lives, the growth, the adding on to new platforms, the, the being able to shift gears without a moment's you know, without a moment's notice, we don't stop. We always continue to do the show no matter what. And to all those people who are listening on iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Radio.com, RSS.com, podcast, I want to thank you all, too, because I know that there's a lot of you who, are, who uh, drive for a living and who just listen to the podcast, and I want to thank you all so very much. And I'd also like to thank um, Chris Chikva. For the Bibles and the letter, I got your Bibles today. Your Bible and your Jesus Calling book that I that I can uh, uh, put in the hands of somebody who really needs them. And I want to thank you very much. That's the most important th thing we can do is eternal work right there. And also for your letter, very kind of you. And I want to say that I appreciate uh, everything that you guys do when you when you help me get Bibles in the hands of uh, of people. Because whether it be the the Save America Freedom Tour, whether it be the interviews, whether it be just bringing you the truth every day, the most important thing that we can const constantly do is God's work. And that is getting Bibles in the hands of people who need them. You know what I mean? I want to give a big shout out to Heidi, uh, Heidi Pfeiffer on both platforms. She's watching apparently. And Kristen Donovan. She says, gotcha now. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, <clears throat> folks, one thing about um, the gospel, okay, and we're gonna we're gonna get into that now. We're gonna we're gonna start switching gears into uh, reading God's word. Um, everybody has their own way of interpreting things. Everybody uses different Bibles because of you know different levels of, of understanding from from different texts, and um, you know, uh, not one person, not one person 
should criticize another person on how they get their word from Jesus. But what we have a duty here, as, as followers of Christ, to do is to make sure that when we're bringing the good news and the gospel to others and trying to help bring them to Christ, we don't mislead them on what they have to do in order to have everlasting relationship with God, a close one-on-one -on -one relationship through Jesus Christ, and ultimately to receive eternal life in heaven. We walk a very fine line when we do that because some people take offense to you saying, oh, that's great that you worship that way. That's great that you add that into your daily worship. That's great that you read that text. That's great that you do this. But make sure when you're bringing people to the gospel that you do it the most simple way as possible. And that is the way of Jesus, just to spread the good word. Just to spread the good word. So, you know, it, one thing about this show is that we are all very, very, very... Um, passionate, not only about patriotism and about this country and about that red, white, and blue behind me, but more so than ever with the word of Christ and how we perceive it, how we read it, how we share it. Okay, we're very passionate about that. So I do want to say that no matter what, I will always stick to the word and the gospel. And from there, we can have all the debates that we want. So I'm going to be reading today again from Jesus Calling, which we do every evening show. And then we go to the devotionals from the Good Word on where this is taken from. So June 22nd, year of our Lord, 2021. And it says this, No matter what hardships the world may throw at you, you have in me everything you need to persevere. Despair is a deep pit, and sometimes you totter around its edges, precariously close to falling in. Your only hope at such times is to fix your eyes on me. I am always nearby, eager to help you change your focus time after time. Now that's pulling from 2 Corinthians 4, 8, and 9. Again, 2 Corinthians 4, 8, and 9, which says we are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. Boy, that is powerful. Struck down, but not destroyed. Also pulls from Hebrews 12.2, which says, Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Hebrews 12.2. And it says, before you turn out the light, to keep from falling into the pit, you must change your focus from your circumstances to my presence. Look for me. Now at this point, I want to read you two um, testimonies that were sent to me from people who watch this show. Just to give you an idea of what you, me, and everybody who's involved in Live from America is doing by the grace of God, and all glory goes back to God. This comes from a friend of mine who I talked to this morning, and she said this, Oh my goodness, your morning devotional just made me burst into tears. When I read, quote, in America, fellow Christians seem to hate you more than non-Christians, 
I lost it. I am living in my car, have had all my earthly possessions stolen, and God is daily teaching me what it means to depend on Him for my daily bread. Literally. I bust my butt daily just to do enough food deliveries so I can eat. But He has never failed me nor forsaken me. My family hates me, and I don't have any real friends because I am out preaching the true gospel every day. One-on-one, -on -one, not on a platform like yours. So your live streams are one of the daily things that feeds my soul and keeps me going. Some days are harder than others, but for the most part, I am thankful that I get to experience exactly what Jesus said I would. Helps me know I'm following him closely, even when others throw accusations at me to the contrary. And then she says, you are a prophet, Jeremy. I see evidence of it daily. I, I don't feel I'm a prophet at all, not even, an, even a little bit. But I do feel like I'm doing God's work, and I want to thank you for sharing that testimony with me. Now, the fact that, I've, um, that I see her circumstances um, as struggling while she's out there, trying to spread the gospel and trying to do everything she can while she's getting shade thrown at her, hate thrown at her by her own family, by her own friends, by her own close, close people in her life, makes me want to reach out and help her. So it's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to reach out and help her a little bit. And that's between me and her. But I just want to thank you so very much for having the courage to persevere, just like you said in your testimony, to have that determination, to have that fire, to have that, that grit to no matter what, keep on moving forward. Two steps forward, you know what? One step back, take three steps forward. If you take two steps back, take four steps forward. Do whatever you can to fight and fight and fight in order to spread the gospel, period, no matter what. God will always feed your belly if you feed your soul and spread that to others as well. God bless you and I love you so very much for sending me that. Now I also got another one that I wanted to read you. So, Jeremy, before your show, I always said I believed in God, but never practiced prayer or anything of the like. Honestly, only in times of trouble and despair, which I am ashamed to say now. And there were times I would convince myself that I wasn't even sure I believed in God. Even when I first started watching your show, I sometimes waited until after the 15 minutes and after the prayer was said and would just come in for the news. But back about four months ago, something changed. Amen. I started listening, and I learned the Lord's Prayer, and I would get emotional when I would hear you saying it. Then I learned it, and its entirety. And now, I say it every day. Not just when you do. I often find myself praying now, not just about my troubles, but to thank God for my good days and everything I have. It's baby steps, but, for your, but your show really has changed my perspective. For that, I thank you wholeheartedly. I know you hear it all the time from a lot of us, but I know how much it means to me and how it's affected me. Love you, Jeremy. Now, that kind of stuff right there, folks, that is why I honestly, honestly, 100%, that's why I do this show. I could do backyard rants. I could still be working in the tech industry. I could still be working in computers. I could still be running, uh, you know, doing whatever I did before I did this show. I could be just jumping on and doing lives and, and, and call it a day. But... Something happened that made me say, I need to do this for a living, and something made me start incorporating the gospel into this. It wasn't for donations. It wasn't to try to be able to do this as a job, because I started doing that before, 
we made the decision to go ahead and do this for a living. And I want to say it's been an honor of mine to be able to work for God to bring people to the Bible, to bring, bring people to the foot of the cross, and to help bring people ultimately to a relationship with God. It's been an honor of mine, and I want to thank all of you who send me letters like that, testimonies like that, devotionals like that, that help keep me going. So thank you all very much. And now we will say the Lord's Prayer. Please say it with me. 5,000 people watching. Share the video. Like the video. And say the prayer. The Lord's Prayer. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Oh, man. Oh, actually, we got a... Uh, we got uh, Chris Chica, uh, Chivka, who actually sent me the Bible. She said, I disagree. I could tell you why you are. We should chat. You must be talking about the uh, prophet thing. Well, um, I don't have prophetic, you know, I, I don't know what's going to happen next. <laughs> I only know what did happen. So I, I, I don't really know if, if you have to be, uh, you know, a, a prophet sees the future, a prophet uh, sees how things are unfolding. I don't know any of that, and I don't claim to. But anyway, happy birthday, Danielle. I see everybody saying happy birthday to you. So let's say happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday, dear Danielle. Happy birthday to you. It's probably going to be the best birthday, the best birthday that anybody's ever had. When you think of birthdays, you think of a birthday made for Danielle. And I hope you have a great birthday. And I hope that you vote for me, Donald Trump, in the near future. <laughs> Woo! All right, folks. Are you ready? YouTube, you ready? Rumble, are you ready? Podcasters, are you ready? Let's get ready to rumble, ladies and gentlemen. The first and foremost section of today is actually going to open up with giving the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day. So cue that Dumb Dumb music for that man, will you please? Here we go. That dumb dumb of the award uh, is going to go. Dumb dumb award of the day is going to go to Tony the Fraud Fauci, Master Swamp Rat himself, ladies and gentlemen. The Delta variant, the Delta variant, is probably more deadly than one two three B seventeen forty five sixteen COVID nineteen variant which I created in my lab and helped in Wuhan. Okay, the Delta variant is more dangerous than that. And it targets young people who are not vaccinated. We need to do whatever we can. We may need to mask up again. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, doctor. I mean, excuse me, we don't give him that title anymore. Tony the Fraud Fauci. Master Swamp Rat is at it again, folks. This time... He's trying another fear-mongering tactic that they're using right now in the UK to keep things locked down. That's right, the Delta variant. And apparently, it is so bad. It is so bad that it's targeting young people now in between the ages of 20 
and 30. So we already had the original, right? Part one. Part one attacked old people. You're killing grandma. Rawr, grandma killer. Rawr, the numbers are going up. Rawr, grandma killer. Now, ladies and gentlemen, that 60% of the United States has decided to take the experimental drug for the Fauci uh, sickness that was released onto the world, whether it was by accident or by, you know, whatever. Now, the other, the, the other 35% who decided that we're not taking anything, um, it's attacking you now. So this Delta variant is so bad that it's attacking 20, and 30 year old, 20 to 30-year-olds now, and it's more contagious. And the only people who won't get it are the people who have taken two of the experimental shots of the Fauci sickness. So what are they so worried about? I don't understand what everybody's so worried about here. If the 60% of the people in this country have decided that they're going to go ahead and do this, and the 30-whatever percent have decided we're not going to do this, then what are you so afraid of? Leave us alone. Let that Delta variant run its course through this 30%, because if it's only 30% who are at risk of getting it, ladies and gentlemen, then we're clearly not going to run out of PPE. We're clearly not going to run out of hospital beds if it's only 30% that can get it. But don't take it from me. Let's go right to the video. Let's listen to Dr. Fraud... Doc, uh, shit, I gotta stop calling him that. Tony the Fraud Fauci. That's a way better name. Tony the Fraud Fauci. Let's go listen to him explain it. Because, you know, he's the expert, I guess. Anyway, here we go. Let's listen. We seem, as was the case with B117... We seem to be following the pattern with the Delta variant, with a doubling time of about two weeks. If you look from the May 8th with 1.2 to 2.7 to 9.9, and as of a couple of days ago, 20.6% of the isolates are Delta. Similar to the situation in the UK, the Delta variant is currently the greatest threat in the U.S., to our attempt to eliminate COVID-19. Good news. Our vaccines <laughs> Good are news. against the Delta variant. Oh. Conclusion. We have the tools, <laughs> so let's use them and crush the outbreak. I'll hand it now over to Dr. Walensky. We know our vaccines work against this variant. However, this variant represents a set of mutations that could lead to future mutations that evade our vaccine. And that's why it's more important than ever to get vaccinated now to stop the chain of infection, the chain of mutations that could lead to a more dangerous variant. Oh, okay. Okay, so we just need to we just need to go ahead and everybody needs to take this now to stop the new variant, the Delta variant. It is COVID-19 on steroids. And we're coming after you, 20 and 30 year olds. So you better watch out. You should have done what the liberals of the world did. You should have done what the people of the world did who ended up getting that shot. And you should have taken that shot because of you. There's a new Delta variant. So do your part today. And let's destroy. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? In the famous words of David Harris Jr. It's look, guys, let me just explain something to you, okay? The more people who take this are 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 that's just that many more people that the government 
has control over. Because once you take this, they can say anything. God forbid you don't have anything bad happen to you if you do take it. That's the worst thing right there. That's the worst thing. If you take it and something bad happens to you, okay? So, and, and I know people who have taken it and nothing's happened to them. I'm not saying that at all. I'm not saying people who, if you, if you get this, something's bad's going to happen to you. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying if you do take it and something bad happens to you, that's the worst thing. But the second thing that you got to worry about is now that you've taken it, you have them, they can say anything they want. Well, anybody who got this, you know how it goes, right? Five years down the line, if you took the Pfizer vaccine and you're experiencing blah, 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 then you can contact a lawyer today. That's one thing you have to worry about. The other thing you have to worry about is them saying, well, now that you took this, you have to take that. Because if you took this and you don't take this, then that could actually kill you. We didn't know that then because, you know, science is always changing. Don't blame us. Blame science. <laughs> I had better information now than I had back then. You know what I mean? It all sounds so... It, it's, it's, it's this perpetual, like... Over and over and over again, revolving door of, okay, we've had enough. All right, we've had enough. So what are we going to do? You're going you're gonna to lock things down again? We know that lockdowns didn't work. Look at New York. Look at Michigan. Look at California. Okay? We know that lockdowns didn't work and they were ineffective. We get it. All right? We also know that wearing these things, they didn't work because it said it on the box. We know that for a fact. Just know that, period. I don't care what social media platform is going to ban me for saying whatever I'm saying. We know it for a fact. But now, the Delta variant is here, folks. Get out of here. Get out. Hey, guess what? Nobody cares. Honestly, it's fake news. It's fake. You heard it from Donald. You didn't. <laughs> he said it. Victoria says, oh, my God, my husband said in 10 years there will be advertisements for lawsuits if you had the vaccine. Exactly. Exactly. 100% I agree with you. Watch out for that Delta variant, folks. It's bad. All right. We're going to go from one dum-dum right to another, although we're not going to give this one a dum-dum award of the day. But it's pretty scary, actually. Cackling Kamala Harris actually said that they're going to start going door to door to pressure you like... A, like a vacuum salesman, like a like a sharp knife, Ginsu knife salesman. They're going to start going door to door when they canvas, and they're going to start pressuring people to go ahead and go get this experimental shot of the Fauci sickness. That's right, folks. And you know that a lot of people hate confrontation. A lot of people can be wore down when it comes to persistence, 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 persistence. A lot of people can be um, wore down when they just won't stop. Especially if they're standing right in front of you face to face. So they figured, if we can't get Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and everybody else to do our bidding good enough to get people out there to take this. I mean, you've got to think about this. Why? Why? If it is so effective, why are they pushing this 24-7? 24-7 PR campaigns, 24-7 marketing campaigns, 24-hour ads all over every social media platform and every big news station you could ever think of. Now they're coming door to door. Meanwhile, they're safe because they they apparently took theirs. But now, Kathleen Kamala Harris... <laughs> we did it, Joe. <laughs> Joe, we did it. <sighs> we successfully cheated. <laughs> we did it, Joe. She is now saying that they're going to come door to door and pressure people when they give them an answer of, no, I'm busy. 
No, I can't do it. And you know a lot of people will make up excuses, right? They won't just say, no, I'm not getting it because I don't want to because they're afraid of being judged. They're afraid of being targeted. They're afraid of being doxxed, whatever it is. So they'll make up excuses. I don't have the time. I, I have kids. I'm busy. I got to go to work, whatever. Kathleen Kamala Harris says that there's an answer for each one of those. You ready? Wait till you hear this. This is going to blow your mind. Here we go. And so this is where you come in, which is to help us address those issues. So let me update you, for example, on what we are up to in that regard. So that you know when you're out there what to share with people when you're canvassing in your community to help address their legitimate concerns and needs. So for example, if you knock on the door and someone says they don't have the time to get the vaccine, because people are busy, they're trying to just make it through the day. Or they say that pharmacies are never open when they do have time. Well, let's address that. Because now you can let them know that pharmacies across our country are keeping their doors open for 24 hours on Fridays in June, including today. Good to know. Oh. Because we need to meet people where they are. Yeah. Some folks are working two jobs. Some folks are working three jobs. Yeah. So let's figure out how we can... Make it accessible for them to get a vaccine when they're able. And what if they say they can't miss work? Well, you can tell them that there are employers across the country who are offering paid time off for their employees to get vaccinated. And we want to encourage... So, so, so basically what you're saying there, cackling Kamala Harris, is that if your employer won't give you the paid time off, you should quit. Crippling that employer... So his employees leave, so they find a job that will give them time off to go get the Fauci sickness shot. Okay, I get it. I got you. I got you. Yeah. And, and challenge more employers to do the same. Employers who are doing that here in the state of Georgia are Delta and Bank of America and Marriott. And, and we want to encourage that there are others who will meet that challenge because it's just the right thing to do. It's about being a good corporate citizen. It's about being a good corporate citizen it's just about doing the right thing ladies and gentlemen there are corporations out there that will just do the right thing okay yeah okay oh man cackling kamala harris huh hey uh kamala harris that would be another example of as you say fake news and also body I gotta ask the audience. I gotta ask the people watching on YouTube. I gotta ask the people watching on Rumble. Who bothers you more when they speak? Tony the Fraud Fauci, Master Swamp Donkey, Master Swamp Rat, or Cackling Kamala Harris? Which one would you rather hear speak? If you had to choose, if you had to be locked in a room with either Cackling Kamala Harris or Tony the Fraud Fauci and you had to listen to them for 24 hours straight, which one would you choose? I think I, I think I'd choose to go meet my maker. I honestly do. I think I would choose to go meet my maker at that point. <laughs> you know how fun it would be. Listen, do you know how much fun I have when it's election season and the Democrats hire a bunch of eighteen and nineteen and twenty year old kids to go around and canvas and 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 pass out flyers and and, and register people to vote? Do you know how much fun that time of the year is for me? It is like 
it is like you wait for it for forever, and it finally comes, and you sit out there on your front porch with your Trump flag and your Trump doormat and your Trump gear on and your American flag and music playing in the background, maybe build the wall, maybe rebirth of America. Who knows? It's, it's my favorite time of year because I can see them coming from a mile away with their little clipboards. And their little pep in their step. Well, we can't wait to register some new Democrats. Yay! And they come by my house, and they don't even try. I wish they would. I would like to have... I, I would love, and I tried for the last two cycles, to have them come up on the porch and record the, this. But as soon as they see the house, they're like, uh, nope. We're just going to keep bopping along with our clipboard. It's my favorite, favorite thing to do. And so you can imagine how much fun I would have, and I'm sure all of you too, how much fun you would have, if cackling Kamala Harris or anybody in that administration came along saying, excuse me, um, uh, we noticed that you're not registered um, to have taken the Fauci sickness shot, and uh, we were just wondering, um, how come you haven't taken it yet? I would, I would have so much fun with that. Oh, please come to my house. Please come to my house. Come to my studio. Please actually send Kamala Harris. That, that's what I really want. I want you to send Kamala Harris to my house. That would be amazing. I would love that. <laughs> oh, anyway. Speaking of craziness, let me crack an egg of knowledge all over your head when it comes to this very issue that we're talking about and going back to Master Swamp Rat. Did you know that recent financial records that have been obtained um, show that Bill and Melinda Gates donated $100 million. That is a tenth of a billion dollars. Bill and Melinda Gates donated $100 million to Tony Fauci's National, National Institute of Health. Here you go. Bill Gates, Melinda Gates, the Gates Foundation, even though they're breaking up, I get it, they're having a divorce, yeah, I get it. But here you go. Again, a rich guy who started Microsoft, or whatever it is, always, always involved, follow the money, in population control, food control, owning more farmland than anybody else in the world, and giving $100 million to Tony the Fraud Fauci. So the new uh, financial records show that they gave $100 million to Tony the Fraud Fauci and the National Institute of Health. And it also shows that they funded the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, the ones that approve or not approve what you put in your body. How is that even, how is that not a conflict of interest? How, think about it, folks. The very same guy who's funding Tony the Fraud Fauci who is linked to gain of function, who is linked to giving taxpayer money to the Wuhan lab to create the very thing that has shut the world down for the last 18 months, that has destroyed your children's future, that has destroyed businesses, that has destroyed many people's savings, people lost their houses, people lost everything. The very same guy who's funding that is funding the FDA, which is a government agency that works in order to put pharmaceuticals on the market or not on the market. It is mind-blowing. And all you had to do is follow the money. We all knew this, but now the financial records show it. So not only does Bill and Melinda Gates fund Tony Fauci and the FDA, 
They're also funding the MH, MHRA, The Guardian, which is news, BBC, which is news, The Gavi, which is news, ABC News Health Coverage, and NPR, which is National Public Radio. All of those people, all of those organizations, all of those government agencies are funded by Bill Gates. The proof is in the pudding. I'm not just making that up. That's not a tinfoil hat thing. That's not a conspiracy theory thing. That's a reality thing. And nobody gives a you-know-what? Nobody cares about it? If this was George Washington's time, him and the rest of the Founding Fathers would have been stacking bodies as high as a skyscraper, ladies and gentlemen. They would have been stacking bodies a long time ago. And I'm not talking about ones that died from a sickness. This is just absolutely sickening how these people... And, and Zuckerberg's right in on it too. Zuckerberg spent $500 million to steal the election. So we have private entities, private money, funding federal institutions to get what they want. Is that not bribery? Is that not massive conflict of interest? When did we do... When, when did we make the change in this country, or has it always been like that? Melissa says, how in the heck did we go from geek-making computers to funding all of this? Exactly. Exactly my point. Carla Reynolds says, wow, now I know why my uncle is so brainwashed. He listens to NPR all the time. There you go. There you go. What do you do? Just let people know and let God do the rest. We're going to go ahead and give the Smarty Award of the day. So why don't we cue that drum roll real quick. Who's it going to be, folks? You're going to like this one. Smarty Award of the day. It's going to go to Senator Kirsten Cinema. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if it's because of the work that we're doing on Live from America. I don't know if it's because of the work that people are doing in Arizona. I don't know if it's the work because of the work that people are doing on Steve Bannon's War Room show. I don't know if it's because of Real America's Voice News. But what I do know is Kirsten Cinema came out and drew the line in the sand. Are you ready? I'm going to read it for you. Here we go. <laughs> I got it pulled up especially just for you. You ready for this? Kirsten Cinema responds to critics. Right now she's got up to a million dollars of attack ads, you know, from her own party because that's how they work. That's how they work, all right? Check this out. Um, Senator Kirsten Cinema responded to her critics on Monday with an opinion piece in the Washington Post writing a strident defense of her support to maintain the filibuster. Cinema wrote that we have more to lose than to gain by ending the filibuster, adding that the best way to achieve durable, long-lasting results is bipartisan cooperation. She said, quote, I understand that bipartisanship seems outdated to many pundits, but the difficult work of collaboration is what we expect in Arizona, and I still believe it is the best way to identify realistic solutions. Instead of escalating all-or-nothing politics, uh, political battles that result in no action or in whips, uh, whipsawing federal policy reversals. She discussed 
accomplishments, and laws that a bipartisan approach has produced. Since she was elected to Congress, including laws curbing suicide among our troops and veterans, boosting American manufacturing, delivering for Native American communities, combating hate crimes, and protecting public lands. On the topic of getting rid of the filibuster, cinema was blunt. She says, it's no secret that I oppose eliminating the Senate's 60-vote threshold. I held the same view during three terms in the U.S. House and said the same after I was elected to the Senate in 2018. If anyone expected me to reverse my position because my, part, uh, my party now controls the Senate, they should know that my approach to legislation in Congress is the same whether in the minority or the majority. She said that sometimes the filibuster is needed, as it's been used in previous Congresses, in order to protect against attacks on women's health, clean air, water, or aid to children and families in need. She said her support for retaining the 60-volt threshold is not based on the importance of any particular policy, but rather on what's best for our democracy. The filibuster compels moderation and helps the country, uh, helps protect the country from wild swing between opposing po policy polls. She says to those who want to eliminate the legislative filibuster to pass the For the People Act, I would ask this: Would it be good for our country if we did? If we did only to see the legislation rescind a few years from now and replaced by a nationwide voter law or restrictions on voting by mail in federal elections over the objections of the minority. To those who want to eliminate the legislative filibuster to expand health care access or retirement benefits, would it be good for our country if we did, only to later see the legislation replaced by legislative dividing Medicaid into block grants, slashing earned Social Security and Medicare benefits, or defunding women's reproductive health issues. And she goes on to say the same thing over and over and over again about ending the filibuster. She is not for it. And she said firmly, I will not vote to get rid of it. Now, Manchin still hasn't caved. He ha he, there, he's, he's caved to the point where he's like open for debate. But he still hasn't caved. But he has not come out as hard against it as Kirsten Cinema has. So just continue to keep praying to God that God directs her into standing strong, standing firm, and standing up for the United States of America. Go Kirsten Cinema. You might be on a completely different spectrum of politics than I am, but I got to tell you, your courage is definitely contagious, and your courage is definitely inspiring. God bless the United States of America. All right, let's move on. Um, let's celebrate real quick, shall we? Celebrate good times. Come on. You ready? Come on, we gotta celebrate some wins, right? Come on, say it with me. Here we go. Celebrate good times. Come on. Black Lives Matter lost a battle against President Trump in court, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, a federal judge appointed by President Trump says that the Marxist terrorist organization, he didn't say that, I'm saying that, cannot sue President Trump or any of the White House officials for dispersing the terrorists away from Lafayette Park. When they were down there, you know, trying to burn churches, kill people, destroy things, you know, like real terrorists do. Not the fake ones that are part of the FBI and the CIA that were actually in the crowd on January 6th that made the world think that the real terrorists were the people who were the MAGA people. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the real terrorists that are on the streets 
terrorizing people for being white, for being old, for being young, for being anything but what they want you to be, threatening to burn your house down, burning down targets, burning down Burger Kings, burning down stores, whatever that may be. They were trying to sue President Trump for saying that he violated their First Amendment right to speech, to gather, to protest. But guess what? Celebrate good times. Come on. Every single time the left or their crony, their one arm of terrorism, Black Lives Matter, they have another one called Antifa, which is just an idea. Every time they go against President Trump, they lose. They lose. Guess what? You're fired. 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 <laughs> time for a slurp on that one, huh? Hmm. Every time President Trump wins, God wins, ladies and gentlemen. Every single time. You can't beat God. You can't beat Trump. You can't beat the spirit of the American people. You can't beat life from America. You can't beat anything. So just stop. You're making us look terrible on the world stage. The world's laughing at us right now. <laughs> Woo! BLM, you're fired, says God's Wolf. Okay. We're going to go ahead and we're going to give the second Dumb Dumb Award of the day today. And we're going to give this Dumb Dumb Award to Secretary of State for Arizona, Katie Hobbs. <laughs> now, why we're giving... Secretary of State Katie Hobbs, the Dum Dum Award, was because she is crying hardcore over the election audits. Remember when the Russia hoax, the Russia narrative was going on, and every single news station was saying literally the same thing um, verbatim? They, I mean, you could put them all together on the same screen, and they were all saying the same exact words. They're doing that again, folks. There's a full-on media blitz from CNN to CSNBC to MSNBC to ABC to Fox News to all of them. Every one of them are saying the same thing right now. Sham audit. Sham audit. Sham audit. How about sham wow? Huh? But they're all saying sham audit, sham audit, sham audit, sham audit. Don Lemon, sham audit. Chris Cuomo, sham audit. Katie Hobbs, sham audit. Anderson Pooper, sham audit. Everybody's saying sham audit. So if they're all saying sham audit, you must know that the audit is definitely everything but a sham. Okay? So, Katie Hobbs decided to go on Anderson Pooper's show and cry to him about this sham audit. And uh, I'll let you be the judge of the rest. Here we go. Oh, we got a commercial. Of course hey, we do. Hi, Danielle. Some really great news. <laughs> Are all there we go. If a company chooses, you know, if a private company, which seems to, I mean, Kyung went down to Florida to try to find their offices, and they don't really seem to have offices. They have kind of talking about cyber ninjas of offices where people are paid to, I guess, answer a phone uh, for many companies. Uh, and and some guy in Montana now has some of this data in his house, in his remote house or cabin. I don't know what he's doing with that. <laughs> what is just and again, we don't even know really where he is. Whoa, 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 whoa. What is to stop you know these this company or these people oh. from just coming forward and saying, "Oh well, these bamboo these these ballots were made out of bamboo, or we found traces of bamboo from them because they were shipped from China." Who's to say? I mean, obviously, it's not the <laughs> he case. He doesn't know what to say. What yeah. do you do in that case? 
Yeah, I mean, that's a great question because we think that's exact. There's, there is nothing to stop them from saying any of those things. Um, and so what our what we have seen it to be our job to do is to shed light on what's happening in the Coliseum the best we can. We had to go to court to force them to <laughs> disclose their procedures, allow Aww. independent observers in the room and even allow reporters in the room. Um, and, and with that limited transparency, at least we've gotten enough information to be able to say, look, what they're doing here is not an audit. They are not following best practices, and there's nothing going on here that lends any credibility to the outcome that's going to come out of it. And so, I mean, that's so that's okay. So wait a minute. Let's stop do. there. So what are you so afraid of? So what are you so afraid of then? What are you so afraid of? So what they're trying to do is they know that there's only one way they're going to be able to stop what's coming out, and that is by all of them getting together and saying that something must have happened with these ballots. When we find out that there's hundreds of thousands of ballots that are missing or that they went to the wrong person or whatever it is, that there's, no, there's no chain of custody or whatever it is that we find out, they're going to have every excuse in the book to why that is. Cyber Ninjas took the ballots. They took the ballots home. They weren't transparent. We don't know what they did with them. What's to stop them from taking these bamboo ballots <laughs> and taking them home and changing them? Um, how about it's the most transparent audit in history cameras in every room cameras on every table people with different colored shirts on security credentials nobody can go anywhere or do anything with these ballots also we're allowing what you didn't allow which is the other side access to watch we're allowing reporters in to watch so you're not going to be able to spin this Anderson Pooper. You're not going to be able to spin this Secretary of State Katie Hobbs. You can sit and cry, sulk and, 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 and whine all you want. But the more I see Rachel Maddow melt down, the more I see Anderson Pooper and Don Lemon and crazy Chris Cuomo um, and, and, and Katie Hobbs melt down, the more I smile. Why? Because they know that is why they're calling this a sham. If it's not going to produce anything, if there's nothing that's going to show that that you that you um, that lied that you lied about it being the greatest, most uh, most spot on election in history, then what's the problem? What's the big problem? Let's go back and hear what she's got to say. We got about another thirty seconds of listening to her and Anderson Pooper whine. So here we go. But but I am concerned about what happens when this report comes out. Are you? Uh, because Should we be. know number one, the election that we certified, um, those certified results are an accurate reflection of the will of the voters in Arizona. Oh really? And number two, there's nothing that can be done now to overturn the election, even if this audit was valid. Um, and so, did you hear what she just said? There's nothing that can be done to overturn this election. Even if the audit was valid, would you like me to take that back there? Let me take that back and play that for you. Even if this audit was of the will of the voters in Arizona. Here, listen. And number two, there's nothing that can be done now to overturn the election, even if this audit was valid. Um, and so huh. there are many people, um, I think you said one out of three Americans that believes that Joe Biden was not duly elected. What are they going to do when this report comes out? Um, and that's the scary thing. What are the people going to do when this report comes out? That's the scary thing. Her last two things that she said was 
There's no way you're going to overturn this election even if you find out that this uh, audit was valid. And out of the one out of three Americans that believe that Joe Biden didn't actually win, what are they going to do when they find out that they were cheated? Those are the last two things that Secretary of State Katie Hobbs, Democrat operative in Arizona, who's in big, big trouble, right along with Raffensperger and the rest of them, those are the last two things that she said. You can't overturn the election anyway, but I'm afraid of what the people are going to do when they find out that they were cheated. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't have to be from this planet. You could be from any planet. You could be an alien living at the farthest ends of the galaxy and watch that and go, uh, something's wrong there. Um, I don't know what alien word is for lying, but whatever an alien word is for lying, that's it. <laughs> that's it. If you ever want to show your kid what lying is, play that video right there and your kid will know right away, oh, I better not do that. I better not do what that lady did because I know that's lying. And I gave her the Dumb Dumb Award already. Someone said you should give her the Dumb Dumb Award. Those are the last two things that Katie Hobbs said. That's pretty telling right there. She's worried about it. She's scared of it. And so is everybody else who hid the fact of what they did on 3 November 2021. Woo! You can't beat God. <laughs> you cannot beat God. Now let's move on to what I was showing you earlier. David Brody from Real America's Voice News, who has a show called The Water Cooler. I believe it's on at 3 o'clock every day. David Brody obviously interviewed President Trump. It was a great interview. He asked the questions that you and I would ask. It was really awesome. I thought he did a great job. And I, I want to see more uh, high-profile um, interviews with David Brody because of the way he gets to the questions. But here's what happened. YouTube actually censored that interview. Real America's Voice News today got an infraction from the people over at YouTube and saying that they're not allowed to post anything for a week because they violated YouTube's community standards by playing the interview with President Trump, even though in the interview, if you remember me showing it to you, he said, I'm not going to comment on that. I'm not going to comment on that. We'll see what happens. Why? Because he understands what happens. When you say the things like I'm saying on this show, you get banned. President Trump did not want to say that, and he's not saying that for those specific reasons. But guess what? YouTube censored Real America's Voice News YouTube account and stopped them from posting for a week because they merely put up the interview with President Trump. That is what they want to do. They want to get rid of President Trump so badly that even if they're not talking about election fraud or anything like that, they're getting rid of the accounts that even have President Trump on there. Why? Because they know his presence is that strong. They know his leadership is that strong. They know his following is that strong. And they know that they can't beat him anywhere. Can you believe that they did that to a news agency? To an actual news agency, they literally banned the video. That's okay. That's okay. Keep doing what you're doing because... Uh, Nobody cares. You know what you can't ban? You can't ban Donald Trump doing a rally. Can't ban that. You know what else you can't ban? Can't ban the Save America Freedom Tour coming through your state. Can't ban that either. So keep up. Keep doing what you're doing because the bigger they are, the harder they fall. Now... 
I'm going to play a little ditty for you. I'm going to play something really funny for you, okay? This is a video put out by Donald Trump Jr., and it's actually a video highlighting what happened with Brian Stelter. Now, Brian Stelter was being interviewed. I don't know if it was on his show or if he was on somebody else's show or what, but he was being interviewed, and they actually opened Brian Stelter up to take phone calls from the audience. Every single person that called in slammed Brian Stelter. I mean, roasted him. So I want to give a big shout-out to Donald Trump Jr. for putting this video out. I thought it was really funny, but I thought it was even more funny, Brian Stelter's reaction to people just roasting him. So... Here you go. Okay, guys. I hope you're having an awesome weekend. This is a must-watch video. The minister of propaganda himself, <laughs> Brian Stelter from CNN, takes calls into either his show or he's a guest of some other show, and people have at it. People are going off on the insanity that is his show. you got to watch it. Check it out. It's amazing. As Brian to on national television admit he and his network are a bunch of liars about Donald Trump. This is Kevin in Princeton, Indiana. Good morning. Yeah, uh, Mr. Stelzer is the biggest minister of misinformation I have ever heard, and I'm a news junkie. He made the statement just a few minutes ago that he is, uh, all the stories are always evolving. Yeah, his yeah. stories absolutely evolve. Brian Stelzer. Thank you for the feedback. I appreciate it. <laughs> Savannah, Georgia. Rick, good morning. You're next. Uh, yes, I was just wondering if you still feel like Michael Avenatti is the greatest thing in the world and should run for president of the United States. <laughs> and my suggestion, he said my that's suggestion funny. is whatever CNN says, do the opposite and you'll be fine. Aurora, Indiana. This is Robert. Good morning. You're on with Brian Stelter. You know, CNN is just something... pretty awesome. I love his reaction. I mean, he literally hasn't been right about anything. He was the guy pushing Russian disinformation, the nonsense Russia, Russia, Russia hoax, like it was his full-time job, which, well, of course, if you work at CNN, it was. Doesn't matter that it was totally inaccurate. Doesn't matter that it was a lie. I mean, this guy is the worst of the worst at CNN, and that's saying something, right? <laughs> this guy's the worst of the worst at CNN, and that's saying something. Here's another thing that's going to blow your mind. Brian Stelter is only 35 years old. <laughs> oh, man, the character that God molded Brian Stelter after Humpty Dumpty is older than Brian Stelter. Brian Stelter looks like he's at least in his 50s. He's only 35 years old. It blew my mind when I found that out. I could not believe he was only 35 years old. But, you know what? I guess when you have when you wear evil every day, evil's not a good look on you, and evil makes you age quite roughly. He's only 35. <laughs> ah! All right, I want to show you guys real quick um, uh, the Live from America event page. Check this out. Here's where we're going to be. June 28th, we're going to be at the, at the Lighthouse Baptist Church in Holland, Michigan. 
Um, the event is actually two to three, but I put one to three because I want people to get there early if you can. On June 29th, we're going to be at Washington Square Park in Ottawa, Illinois from 5 to 7 p.m. Central Time. And we're going to be at the Daddio's Restaurant in Waukesha, Wisconsin on July 1st. And we'll be there, again, Daddio's Restaurant from... Um, 1 to 2 p.m. is the event, but you can show up a little early if you want. Dave Bray will be there. I'll be there. All We'll be performing. We'll be doing the one-hour special. But here's what I want you guys to know. We want as many of you people to show up as possible. Why? Because this is called Real America's Voice News. We want to hear from you. We want to put you on TV. We want to get what you have to say about what you are experiencing in this country. <clears throat> we have a great show lined up in Michigan. We have a great show lined up in Illinois. What we need is a lot of people to come out to the Wisconsin one. And if you have anybody that you think should be interviewed on TV during the uh, one-hour special, somebody running for state rep, somebody running for state senator, or if you know state senators or, or current state reps and you want them there, you think they should be interviewed, reach out to me. Let's make it happen, Cap'n. Let's get Michigan, Illinois, and Wisconsin riled up. We want we want forensic audits in Michigan. We want forensic audits in Wisconsin. We definitely even want forensic audits in Illinois because, you know, Chicago is the worst city in the world when it comes to murder and corruption. So we need everybody out to these events, especially Wisconsin. We want to see as many people show up in Wisconsin as possible. Daddy-O's is very excited about having us. He's very excited about the people coming, the crowd coming, the bus coming, and I can't wait to see you guys all there. Remember, also, go to ProvidingHopeVA.com and help do whatever you can. Pitch in, uh, help with finances, whatever you can do to help ProvidingHope.com, who's building houses are not are building uh, living units, living quarters for homeless vets and setting them up with a new life, helping them to get jobs, and then ultimately getting them into their own place within six months. That is ProvidingHopeVA.com. We're going to bring him on as soon as we can to talk about his venture and what he's doing there to help our homeless vets. Also, MyPillow.com, you can get, if you go there right now, you can get the Giza sheets, buy one, get one free, and up to 66% off all other items if you put in the promo code LFA and go to my website and join up for the newsletter at jeremyharrell.com. Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for Live from America today. I want to thank you guys all very much for giving me your second hour of the day. God bless you. I will see you tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern Time for more Live from America. Until then, you know what to do. Ladies and gentlemen, there are right ways, there are wrong ways, but only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out, your get real chest out, and your head up high. Because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you tomorrow, 11 a.m. Eastern Time. God bless you. Have a great night with your family. See you later.